So, Brandon, how you doing? Good, Doug. You're good? Mm-hmm. I want to get, why can't we get little individual mics like we had before? Little individual microphones? Well, I actually, I have... don't like the ones you have. Well, I have another one actually coming in, but, like, the actual problem is the fact that, like, Amazon two-day shipping is not actually Amazon two-day shipping. It's not. No, it's like two and a half days, so I will see it on like a Monday. Even though I yeah, but I ordered it on a Thursday, and their idea of that is okay. We'll get it to you on Monday. Yeah, I got one of those the other day. I ordered something. Two day shipping. It took four days. But I I deliver Amazon every day. Yeah. And most of the time it says. I delivered the day before the expected shipping it's written. <laughs> Do you deliver on a Sunday? Maybe. Or is somebody else Not me. On that, I don't Most have that, can't. Well, that's well, like no, a... The, the subs do. We need okay. I wondered. I, I didn't know if like you literally had to contract it to somebody who was not working for you guys or no, what. No, subs, the subs do it on Sundays. But they... they uh, well, different offices. And they alternate offices. They have to do it. And they'll do like four different offices... Like, one office will have to do everybody's for the weekend or for oh. Sunday. Okay. But it's just Amazon, so it's not quite so bad. Okay. Nice. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Amazon yeah, you most like likely get Sundays, too. Hmm? Amazon has a contract with the feds to mm-hmm. guarantee. Yeah, we have, we have contracts with FedEx and with UPS. They drop all kinds of stuff off on us every month. <laughs> and they get credit for it, but we actually deliver it. No, no. Okay. The, the last mile thing. If it says sure post on it, it UPS sure post, yep. we deliver it. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. She, she saw mute. You saw mute, eh? Yeah, she Should watched we it. Probably introduce everybody? Yeah, I was going to say, Brandon, we have, uh, we, guest, have guest stars. we have invaders. We have new people here. I prefer guest stars. Guest stars are also good. A new challenger has approached. I don't know. Stars is probably pushing it. Guests. <laughs> Guests, sure. Excuse me, sir. How are you doing? Me? Yeah. How am I doing? Uh, How are you doing? I, you know, I'm uncomfortable with that question. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you have a can that says ass on it. It says raggedy ass. Raggedy ass is even better. And it's an you IPA. Had this? It's an IPA? I have never had that. Yeah, you want to sip it? Sure. I'd love to. It's interesting asking a pessimist how they're doing. Yeah. It's like a it's canned not... response. I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Tastes like uh, no. Loading up stream. Bought to you. <laughs> raggedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. raggedy. <laughs> Stop with the free plugs. <laughs> Why? Maybe eventually somebody's going to take my bait and they're going to pay us. The only That's two sponsors anybody has are Casper Mattresses Casper. and HelloFresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, right around like Valentine's Day, it's... Uh, it's oh, Sherry's uh, Berries. Sherry's Berries. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard good things about their uh, their packaging. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Don't buy Sherry's Berries. You've had them? I don't want their... Yes. You don't like it? Oh, really? Not a fan? I mean, they're okay, but for like $20, I got Brandon's genetically modified over bar. The strawberries were ungodly large. Like, I could have sworn they had unsettling by said how that large not, they were. Like, GMOs. I, were. I love genetic modification. <laughs> well, it's pretty good. And for the price I paid. I mean, if you can I get the benefit. Every fruit, every vegetable you eat is genetically I modified. I Aren't bananas technically like genetically modified? Do you see what modified? bananas used to look like 100 yeah. years ago? No, yeah. yeah I know, it's like but. the seeds the size of a golf ball in there. I would never pay beyond the ten dollars. <laughs> could happen to humanity offer. at some point. Because <laughs> I could make them way cheaper and much more at home. I also love pesticides. 
Word. Just for the record. Good. Spray it down, man. <laughs> Floating upstream in favor of pesticides. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Dow Chemicals. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> See, this is the way of saying We'll spend a half hour talking about pesticides and then like three minutes on the actual movie. I don't like the podcast. I fight against it every week. No, it's not, it has nothing to do into... with that. You bring up a random topic that has nothing to do with the I movie. Or you'll spend like five minutes looking something up. Yes. Only to prove that I was Fact wrong. checking. <laughs> yeah. Ruins podcasts. That's usually how it We can be. just be wrong afterwards. <laughs> I like to know in the moment if I'm wrong or right. That's fine. That's fine. You literally just said you're not okay with it. So again. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. It's been five minutes going back and forth on this argument that... Because I have a problem with not being right. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, you don't know him, do you? No, I don't, I don't yeah, know either one of them. So far, this is gold, so I actually am. I'm in favor of all of this. I'm an instigator of chaos. Okay. That says that. Yeah, so you're local. a title, like a networking title. <laughs> <Okay>. of chaos. <laughs> I'd be into that. It's more inspiring than nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's listening is me just sort of staring in a corner and like lightly venting to myself because nobody else wants to hear me talk. So. I listened to it. Okay. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I, it's, it's a window into uh, somebody I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you. Know, you know, like, it's like a, a, a Raymond Carver short story. Oh, okay. You know? That's an interesting comparison. I like that. It is. It's like, it's very specific to a specific person, and I find that interesting. See, I do too. It's like ethnography. <laughs> study the individual and how they relate to the overall culture. Yeah. Doug so, and interesting. Never before put in the same sentence. <laughs> Accurate, <laughs> but hurtful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Do we have our next guest star? Needs to introduce Spin it, guest star. <laughs> We're I'm sticking with the guest star. Why, I, that is a question, though. Why are we here? We are here. Why talk. are we here? We I I don't I don't <laughs> know actually. I was sick of hearing. I was sick of just fighting with Doug all the time. The Brandon podcast, threw a so I needed to threw a bag over my in. head and pulled me out of the trunk and said, "We're recording the podcast here." And uh, also tell me about the film festival. I don't know anything about you. Know you're way more about. You're on the planning do. committee and you're a judge. Yeah, I'm a judge, but I I'm working most of the time. You're way more. Informed about it than I am. I feel like you are mildly more informed than anyone else. Here yeah, yeah. Why would you try and make? I mean, you're actually doing like stuff. I'm just, I'm just watching. You're the film guy. I'm just watching the movies. I was attached to a Facebook <laughs> messaging <laughs> that that was mostly Doug? people responding with like thumbs up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that stupid phrase you used? Doug? You and Marty are uh, cinephiles. Is that <laughs> oh yeah, that was the one that you hated so much. I did a what's the wrong with cinephile no it was discography or whatever you or, no yeah discography. yeah the fact that i used the word discography oh, yes I, I heard that one the war so you guys on spent a, a, an inordinate amount of time arguing about discography versus catalog this is like live no i was working but this is live criticism i actually enjoy this a lot <laughs> actually somebody this was listening like, and they came back showed up is here to cri- <laughs> we have a live judge now and we're gonna yeah, give him a pad that's what i do transitions he's gonna hold up like a zero or a nine or <laughs> so far it looks like he's drawing a three so i think we need to work on our form here so anyway okay yeah yeah guide yeah. this ship guide this ship we saw A Wrinkle in Time not they too never, long ago. They literally never introduced themselves. They didn't give their names. 
Nobody knows who we are. So fact I mean, fact checking will names, ruin but. podcasts. <laughs> Why you got it? Okay, yes. Marty I'll identify and, myself. Okay. Oh, she's going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm a leader. Um, my name's Mari, without a last name. Hello. And I am um, part of, as Marty, but he's, I guess, denying participating in it. No, is, I, I'm just, I just judge. I don't really do much else. Um, in our town, we have the Threadbare Mitten Film Festival, and it's an independent film festival, John, all genre. Ooh. International. Yes, yeah, international. So last year, we had films from how many countries submitted? Gosh, I don't know. 12, 14. All over the place. <clears throat> we reviewed, uh, I think, over 200 films. 200? I sure felt like it. was a lot. Some of, the, some of those movies were great. Some of the films were great. Some of them will never get that time back. Yeah, that's the thing you don't realize with film festivals, because like, you see Cannes Film Festival, it's like, Quentin Tarantino, it's all these heavy hitters, but you know, you don't realize what kind of crap they have to wade through to get the, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, get 200 films, how many actually were in the festival? <laughs> 20. Yeah, see, 200 sure. films, 20 made the festival. 10%. Yeah. It hurt. The short shorts, so some of them are like less than a minute, and you're like, wow, you, you submitted that. <laughs> yeah, some of them just, like it's like camcorder looking stuff. I don't even know how they get that look. You know, even on a phone, it doesn't look like a camcorder. But some of these look like a goddamn camcorder. Okay, how they used a camcorder? Well, I wish they had exploited the idea of a camcorder. I'm waiting yeah, for like a movie to be shot on an iPhone. Well, well, that's Tangerine. I thought Apple did that. Little oh, that's thing. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's oh a good my movie. god. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So this is Marty who hasn't introduced himself. Hello. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you just said my name. I don't need to say it. <laughs> he is doxxed now. So back to the film festival because I told uh, the Grand Canyon. People are hunting him down as we speak. The film festival. Dan, who probably will listen to make sure we're plugging it. Not just kidding. Oh, Dan. yeah, yeah. Plug it. Um, it's always going to be that was last year was our first year. We're getting our second one coming up, uh, the sequel. What was the name of the one, the, the feature that won last year? Because it was really good. And I don't think it, you can't, and there's no way for anybody else to see it. To me, that's that's like a reason to come to the festival. Well, they go to this our movie was fantastic. It. it was Michigan made. We all had our we all had our selections picked out, and then we saw this one. It was uh, we do it with uh, Film Freeway and oh, Without a fun. Box. And um, we also then we saw that one, and everyone just scratched like everything that they had judged, and we all wanted that one and as we, the winner. And here and we the are. Pick I can't think of the name of it. It's like it's a teaser for people to go to the website. There you go. So threadbare oh, mitten film festival. Uh, but this movie really deserved to be seen, and I, I last weekend I can't in June, it had a weird name. So you guys are going to be doing a, a live podcast with the directors because we're going to have uh, the directors that are there going to be chatting about their movies. So yes, we are. Doug's a judge, so you I get am. to pre-watch them and then, I get uh, to make witty little comments to say them. Coffee chats. I really liked the the autobiography one. It was adorable. I wanted to show that to everybody. I saw it too. The one with the kid in the house with the rooms. The museum autobiography. I can't remember. That's the, the one. That's the movie you're trying to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the I one that won. That, that so was good. great, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But I can't think of the guy's name. Yeah, somebody. He came what, too. Wonder Emporium. Here we yeah, are, fact checking. <laughs> fact checking. Anyway, uh, how about while that's happening, how about we talk about a wrinkle in time? Yeah, talk about that because okay. neither one of us. So, saw it. 
We saw A Wrinkle in Time. It's based on a uh, book from, oh, God. Uh, a long time ago. Like, like early 90s or something like that. But uh, it's typically actually like some early like reading material for kids in like like middle school and elementary something like that really i never had to read it i thought it was funny when you guys said I, i've well, heard the, i've heard the name before but yeah kate is the one who was like the actual proponent of you this. feel like the only movie every kid or the only book every kid has to read through the american public education system is kill a mockingbird <laughs> it's like the only consistency yeah that, i'd say that's the only like actually consistent one so 1962 book 62 wow did not know it was that. That actually really explains. Really Emery Weldon's fantastical audiobiographical. Audio I can't talk to you that. There's, there's <laughs> names happening. Graphical museum. Audiobiographical museum. You need to see this movie. It says it it's is, on YouTube. Oh. That needs to be oh, like. I think really? it's just a preview. Is the whole thing on YouTube? You Look it up. 75 minutes. You guys have the whole thing's on YouTube? Oh, oh okay. Do yourself a favor and watch it. Okay. It's hey. fantastic. And the director, he wrote it, directed it, and starred in it. Considering I've read it. He was such a good person. You when you meet somebody, you just get those really good vibes off him. Like, he was a generally good person. I didn't get to and go. Was he made in Michigan? Was it made in Michigan, he said? Yeah, Michigan made movie. And it's, it was Michigan? Is he from Michigan? I believe so, yeah. Or he just I mean, if here? he showed up here, he lives here. Because like, I would totally <laughs> get this guy to guest star. Cause I no, but again, you can't get it on DVD. Oh. I wanted to buy it. Oh, okay. I, I thought someone was breaking into your house. I so, did you click it, it and it's there? Yeah. Oh, I'll so watch it. So, if anyone yeah. went to our I'll website, once again, threadbaremittenfilmfestival.com, and you go. go to, because we're still updating it for this year's festival, but if you go to event schedule and you scroll down, it was uh, actually shown on Saturday um, in the Experimental Cinema Lab section. And it was the third showing. So then it plays 75 minutes, U.S., and it's on YouTube. It's okay. on YouTube now. You can't, I'll download it from YouTube because you can't get it on DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not available anywhere. It's anywhere. awesome. That is unfortunate. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. If you guys can watch it, we can review, you guys can review that. We talked about you that. Should, I would you should. Because you would love it. You should check Turn people onto it. He deserves it. I'll track that guy down. We should have him on. It was such a good movie. Word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cried and laughed. Yeah, same here. Now, I've read a lot of things and not accomplished a lot in my life, but I've heard that saying a thing multiple times that you're talking about while you're talking about it helps clear things up with people. That That is what you were, in fact, talking about, since, you know, sometimes you can kind of droll on a little bit. So, A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I was just trying to get us back on the boat. We all fell off. The, we all fell off the wagon, but I'm glad we got that plug in. I'm glad people know about it. I'm glad we know it's there. I hated a wrinkle in time. If you want me to turn off the conversation, gasp! You hated it. I did hated it. I did not like it. The only thing good about it was the visual effects were stunning. I think you should drop some was, LSD from the, from the trailer was, so I could drop yeah, some LSD. Yeah, there was like no it. plot structure. <laughs> it was like kid's dad disappears, kid finds people to help dad, kid finds dad. Movie done. I, and Oprah's God. Can I ask? Oprah's not God. She's an omnipotent being. How far into the movie before you realized you were going to hate it? Uh, three minutes. It was like minutes. it was like when oh, the really like right away. It was when the preview trailers were like showing one too many ads for other movies. Was right when he was like, I've got a bad feeling about this. Really? <laughs> and it was pretty early, and I was like, This is no. It's, it, it's Brandon's fifty fifth birthday, so I understand that he's not <laughs> <laughs> that old. 
The you big double hockey player. sticks. Seventy-seven years, <laughs> seventy-seven years young, Brandon Dyer. Um, yeah, the the biggest thing I would say about that movie is like how they portray the uh, omnipotent beings uh, is sort of strange in that like you literally just turn the camera and they're there. It's one of those things where like their presence is supposed to be just conveyed as like constantly present, I guess. Um, and the biggest thing I would say about it is that like it definitely it was sold to me as a sci-fi movie, but there is no actual aspect of that movie that I would define as a sci-fi film. Look more like fantasy. To yeah, me. It, it takes yeah. called it a sci-fi movie. Okay, it's, it is, a, it is a fantasy film where they occasionally sci-fi. say uh, leverage and they say uh, geometry. <laughs> huh. So it's well, that. Their dad was a so, or like I, compa- I compared it to like uh, um, what it I was literally talking about. Um, I don't. You are thinking about. Oh my God, Marvel guy with the oh, with Doctor the med- Strange. Doctor Strange. I compared it to Doctor Strange, where like you know they're doing like science and stuff, but they're doing it to do it magic me stuff. Of, what's that movie with Tom Hanks and? Uh, oh my gosh, uh, Tom Hanks and <laughs> Tom Hanks who and Tom plays Hanks. Storm? No, who plays Storm? St- Halle Berry, Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, isn't that Cloud movie? Cloud Atlas. Cla- <laughs> okay, wow, like, that was. <laughs> Just stumbling upstairs drunkenly. The, the visuals <laughs> like, remind me of Cloud Atlas. It's like yeah, Robin Williams okay, trying can, to figure out a joke. Yeah, there, there's like a there's a Reebok commercial like near the end that's like just four minutes of her like traveling through time and space after it's like all scary and like really fastly cut and now all of a sudden it's this like whimsical thing. But the problem is the way the the way the ribbons that she's like flying through and the way it's toned and how the hue is i literally we kept joking with ourselves that there should be like an itunes or like a reebok logo somewhere in the corner or something it was unfortunate it was a little much it was um i like that girl i i hate that i don't remember any of their names but as far as like the three main kid actors i liked the main Okay, her name was Maggie. I liked Maggie more than I hated the other two kids, is what I would personally (laughs) say. That's quite an endorsement. I don't remember remember what the generic white kid Yeah, there's generic white kid. Colin, I think it's Colin. Yeah, he um, he sort of hurt (laughs) because, like, I feel like he was. I feel like he could be a good actor, but I I feel like they gave him bad direction. So I related well. I still say that that's not a person, though. I still say that, like, I don't know if he was supposed to be a nerd or a prep, but either way, he just felt like you a kind of dweeby defined, kid. Didn't need to be defined, Doug. Kids these days don't need to be defined. They're all about Are you... their individuality and all that other mm. crap that millennials mm. talk about. Like Generation Z. You're not a millennial? <laughs> I'm a millennial. He's a millennial. The people below me. He's 143 years young and he is proud to identify as a millennial. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a strange film. It, um, it was, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't. I, especially the ending is very like. I didn't have to pay to see it. So. Thanks to Movie Pass. Oh. Beep, beep, beep. It's a bit of an overused gag. I'm going to keep doing it. Brandon's <laughs> overused gag of the week. Gag of the week. I really enjoyed movie pass. And then I need to add it in like... advertise it. Add it in some like crit- uh, crickets or something. <laughs> yeah, put that in there. Okay. I have movie pass. I haven't used it yeah, in right months now. because... Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a chance, but yeah. But it's, I love it. It's cheap enough that like you almost feel silly not having it. Yeah. 
Yeah. If I want to go to a movie, I can. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much is it a month? Ten bucks. It's ten bucks a month. And they said they're working on like family plans too and stuff like that. If you've seen two movies in a month, like you've saved, if you've seen two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Two movies in a month and you're already in the positive. See, I like to go in the morning. Yeah. Like the before noon. Right. If there's nobody there. I don't know how many movies I've seen. Just me in the theater. Happy Death Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hateful Eight I saw. Just me. Yeah. Just all alone in the theater. It was pretty cool. It's like I'm rich or something. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you just bought out all the What's your fantasy? So, like, I have a theater in my home. Well, I do have a theater in my home. Somebody should just buy 200, like, movie pass accounts for themselves so they can just buy out the entire theater to themselves. Or go at 11 o'clock in the morning. Or go at 11 o'clock like in the morning. Like, 11 o'clock probably... on a Monday, there's nobody in there. See, you're, see, you're being savvy with it. Well, I, I just don't like people, so... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, saw, I saw... I just literally... That happened to me. I saw Annihilation... Like last Thursday at like nine o'clock and nobody was there. Nice. How was that? I liked it. I've so. heard good things about it. Why does Kate say she wasn't like it? Did she hear it from somebody? Did she read it in like I, people? I feel like people. How did she, was she like I don't know, I she Okay, well, been. think about the people in her immediate life and the average movies that they saw and liked. That's like, true. like you know, these are the same people that were saying Batman versus people. Superman and Wonder Woman were good movies. I liked Wonder Woman. You didn't You'll, like Wonder Woman. I. <sighs> Oh, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, very specifically. I don't know what it was about that movie, but it just it flowed the same way like Thor two did for me, where it was just not my thing. Yeah, Thor two was a bit of a slog. Uh, a I bit. liked Thor. Like, like I'm not gonna oh, hate it. I'm not gonna no Thor, Thor two. two Dark World, Dark the one no one remembers. The one no one besides like three Ragnarok's people remember like yeah, Ragnarok's really so Ragnarok is a is a Adam Sandler film that happens to star <laughs> now, Taika Waititi is fantastic though. yeah it's really good I've not never been disappointed by him yeah why did that just stall everything I lose I lost the thread of I lost the thread of what we were actually talking about oh yeah what were we talking you were talking about um, Wonder Woman why you didn't like Wonder Woman yeah yeah it uh, yeah there was just there I don't know man there was really something about that like maybe it was just like you know what my son has a theory about why Wonder Woman was so well received and it's because did I just woo woo that it's like like a Elmer Fudd thing. <laughs> Why it was so well received is because um, all the DC movies are horrible. Yeah, yeah. And then Wonder Woman comes out and it's Mildly on okay. a par with your basic Marvel movie, and everybody's like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've I've said time and again that those Zack Snyder movies were failing their way towards five out of ten because the only way they can succeed is to not be as bad as the previous one because they yeah. can't be man of steel is a movie that I legitimately made me mad in my personal life. Yeah. It upset me too. <laughs> I, what I don't understand is why they handed the entire DC universe over to one person. Marvel didn't do that. They're, they're essentially trying to copy Marvel. Yeah. And they, yet they handed it over to a single person <laughs> whose reputation isn't exactly sterling. No, not exactly. Yeah. What they were trying to do well, was... Well, they don't have obviously nearly as much money as... I think it's though. because Just they're DC and they were thinking, um, Christopher Nolan, we got to do the dark, you know, the brooding Batman. And so now Superman's got a brood. Hell Which it yeah. Really, like, it really, I feel like DC, like it really... But everyone in black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Their characters, though, are really way more, like their material, their characters are way more iconic. Like yes. Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, 
Superman and Batman. Like Super, way more iconic Superman, like Batman, and Spider-Man Spider are literally the list for top-grossing like comic book characters in terms of yeah, merch so and I feel everything like they, else. They had great content, and then they just decided to shit all over it and make crappy movies that I've well, never Well, if someone to says you can have a billion dollars now or $300 billion in three weeks, what are you going to do? I, I ain't going to wait three weeks. You're not going to wait three, three weeks three for weeks. three billion. I'm hungry right now. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't care what ten, contracts ten I sign. Well, either way, I mean, in Zack Snyder's personal life, he lost Zach, lost Zach a. Snyder. Zack yeah. Snyder is the guy that directed like most of DC movies since like 2007, I feel like six. Like, I don't ever know. Since like Batman Begins, right? Something. Well, or, no. No, it's the Dark Knight. No, that was all Christopher Nolan. Oh, that was oh yeah, that was Christopher Nolan. Uh, yep. Zack Snyder started with uh, Watchmen. No, it was before. Yeah, Watchmen. he did Watchmen. He did Watchmen. Watchmen. He did well. He started with uh, music with the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yes, yes. Which was good. I liked the remake. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, then he went on to the yeah the, the DC stuff was starting with Superman. Yeah. Man of Steel. Yeah. And then what? Sure. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. With that, uh, Martha. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing. Her name was Martha. What? Martha. I don't know why that would change everything. <laughs> oh wow, our moms have the same name. If anything, I feel like <laughs> someone stumbled on a neat little thing that some people don't harp on from old DC comics, and somebody was like, "Oh, that's kind of clever." Yeah, but the what ridiculous thing theme? is, nobody refers to their mother by her name. No. So him to say, "Save Martha." He should have said Mama. My mom. <laughs> Did you say my mama? mom? Who's your mom? Okay, Martha. Okay, but no, he immediately goes, <laughs> save Martha. Who the fuck is Martha? My, my mom? Wait, she's, what? <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. I also love that really dumb part where where uh, Batman's fighting Superman, and then there's that part with the with the Gatling guns, and the part where he's like, "Whoa, you're not so tough!" And then he like punches him like through the entire building, and then like up a mile and a half, and he's fine. So and, and Batman, so this is why you didn't like Wrinkle of Time. <laughs> <laughs> DC yes. comic shit over <laughs> Zack Snyder took <laughs> over A Wrinkle in Time and it was just all downhill from here. Why does everybody got a brood? <laughs> I don't think they were brooding much in Wrinkle of Time. My understanding is it's all inspire me, inspire Actually, me. Actually, they're battling it's against the brood. This is what I hate about... Well, I hate Oprah, but you're not allowed to say that in America. No. But the thing that drives me crazy about Oprah is that she's like... It's like she's grabbing him by the throat and say, "Fucking be inspired, goddammit. it!" Hell yeah! She just, ooh, she just <laughs> overbearing. Like really did that. I like her a character nice. Character was more story. like, um, accept yourself. But, yeah, but whole oh, well, I'm was, just talking about Oprah in general. Oh, sure, okay. yes, <laughs> but I do appreciate the other character that was just constantly like, "This kid sucks. Do I we really have Reese's to have Weather, her around?" Reese's, 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 Reese's pieces. pieces. Weatherspoon. Because <laughs> that's, that's what Mr. Skin called her this, this week. Reese, Reese if you want to see Reese's Pieces. I'm... Reese Witherspoon was my favorite character. She, she was hilarious. She was pretty good. The, uh... No, Zach Galif 
Kalimanakis was in this. What did he do? I so he plays so his character is kind of minor, but he's sort of a uh, like a, a like a yeah, yeah he like see can see more of the universe than they can necessarily. So he's showing them how to do it, and uh, oh, he's he's sort of a teaching find her, role find her lost more than he is necessarily a fighter or anything. And so is small. Small-ish. Like five yeah, five, ten minutes. <laughs> That's pretty small. Yeah. Personally, I'm way more down with him doing more kids' movies, though. That was actually probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very funny. It was very like lighthearted in a way that like it felt less forced than some of the other scenes in the film. She was like, "Are you kidding or joking or something?" And he was like. Uh, no. Does it like, look like I'm... have to stand on one foot. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing this weird, like, <laughs> Egyptian pyramid Yoga stance, and, and he's like, does it look like I'm joking? <laughs> In a way that a, that a trained comedian knows how to do, like, because it's part of his job. At the time, I really so. wanted that girl to just, like, fall off the stones into the... <laughs> I was... Under any other circumstance, that would be a very dead child <laughs> under so, normal but, circumstances. If you guys were gonna... You don't have a rating system for money anymore. So, we... So we sort of we sort of do more in that like he judges by ten and I go by five because I five okay. ten to be a tad too gradient. Doug's ridiculous because so, Doug doesn't like a five out of ten movie because it said the rating doesn't tell you anything. All right, well, so what if you went with something like uh, should I see it in a theater? Should I see it when it comes on cable? Should I rent it Redbox or should I just not watch it all together? We should do Redbox Theater. Redbox yeah, do- uh, Red Theater. Red Th- Redbox Theater Netflix. Or Cody. Or steal it from the store. <laughs> steal it right torrent now. Torrent it. Yeah, torrent <laughs> LimeWire it right now. Is LimeWire still a thing? I hope not. Because <laughs> I got burned on that a million times. Me too. <laughs> wink, wink. I hope my parents aren't listening. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know what? Personally, I would say maybe Redbox it. I... I think it was interesting enough to watch but i don't necessarily think it was unless you already have previous nostalgia to the book like kate did i personally don't see any reason to really be drawn oh, so to she, it did she like it more than you she you know, she, loved it. she loved it oh, okay. she loved it okay so likes those type of movies so if kate's you're a, a fan of the book then the, she seemed very well it does it justice. i don't think that's really i don't think kate remembers anything about the book. I just think she's uh, well, a person that if she read it in 1962. <laughs> I mean, she read it in high school, which is like, what, almost, we're almost 10 years, I'm 10 years, almost 10 years out of college. So. Yeah, me no, too. I'm 10 years out of high school. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say ten years out of. Yeah. I know you're. I know you're two hundred and forty three years young. Well, no, Brandon, yeah, she but... in high school. I'm ten years out of high school. Kate's so what? Eight years out of high school, roughly. Ish. Yeah. So I doubt she remembers anything. Knowing your wife. <laughs> just say knowing your wife. I doubt she remembers anything from the book. But she just likes those type of movies. Brandon's calling you out, Kate. <laughs> My caveat is I would red box it if you had. Children. Shade thrown from the other <laughs> side of the universe. It's connecting right. us. Quantum mechanics. <laughs> Do you think this movie appeals more to boys or girls? Or girls. 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 So it's definitely a girl. So, this is a like. So it's, it's a you're saying Ren if you have children, but mostly yeah. Ren if you have girls. Hashtag Me Too like, movie. Like bo- like body image and uh, like self empowerment <laughs> and realization right. of your own self worth and to be loved are like main the, themes of the movie. So like I would whatever. definitely I would definitely say it is definitely very much he reaching for Yes he, he did. just he, he just That's that's what Brandon does. This inhaled is Brandon's, something. <laughs> Brandon's random inhale of the week. Okay, so 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 the review is 
Red box it if you have girls. Red box it if you have girls. Yes. That's very specific. Three out of five. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. We also saw Game Night. Game Night. I was... have not seen it. Don't spoil this one, because I want to see it. Okay. Because uh, it's you know the, the guy the guy from uh, uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Wrote it, or co-wrote it. He did the Vacation remake, which is underrated. I think it was actually pretty funny. I haven't seen it. Yeah, vacation or yeah, I was gonna say, is this the reveal that you haven't seen Game Night? I, <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> you no, know, I do want to see it. I haven't seen the vacation remakes. I I can. I, I may have saw it. Remakes. It memorable. Is there remake? more than one? No remake. Just remake. Oh, okay. remake. You should remake Christmas Vacation. You said for. Why would you remake Christmas I don't... Vacation? It's perfect as it is. I know, but, but I also they feel like in... well, it wasn't a remake. Christmas it was. Uh, it needs severe as a sequel because it was rusty as an adult. It needs like severe like updating if nothing else because i feel like the further we walk away from like the rockwell style like christmas picture and stuff like that to a more modern image of it a lot of people don't have christmas trees i feel like at some point a kid is going to yeah i've uh, i know a fair amount of people that don't set up christmas trees for christmas really because in some cases it's a hassle no i get it it takes up total total space and i wouldn't do it if i didn't have to i just i envision a point in the future where a kid watches that movie and has no he wanted to now we're both atheists but he still wants a christmas tree christmas tree isn't a religious thing i've never thought of it as a religious thing no it's not technically it's a pagan but it's a kind of religion yeah, it's it's more of a good excuse if you are religious. <laughs> I, think more of a, I, think, I think of it more of as an American um, thing. Yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. At this point, yeah, you're you're right. I, mean, I came over. But for some time, reason, so. this year he just wanted to do Christmas big in the house. Yeah. So actually, we, I have a Christmas chair. It's my tradition. I'm pushing forward. So <laughs> next Shark Tank. Bob. My brother actually does. The, <laughs> my brother actually does the Festivus poll. Oh my yeah, God. I can I can see I have, that. We'd be into that. He loves Seinfeld. We we did the we we did the the feats of strength last year. Actually, that was. I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna that's, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna sell that to him this year. Hell yeah! Into <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> Except for the airing of grievances. The airing of I don't know if I want to deal with that. <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Um, I just envision a point in the future where a kid watches that movie and has no idea what on earth like half of that comedy is referring to, or really? like the kind. See, I, we, my or son... like stapling Christmas lights to your house, like that kind of thing is right. a thing that like really? nowadays people don't do that. People, some people do that, but now like the better substitute is to get those like spotlights yeah. that just project yeah. the yeah. images yeah. on your house. So much yeah, she does so that here. Yeah. I just I see a. We point. almost yeah. did this year, but. I said, I said, no, you know, someone's gonna steal it, or some kids are gonna kick it down, because you gotta put it outside. I was yeah. surprised nobody stole it, but yeah, yeah. This year, my son wanted to watch and do uh, podcasts about a bunch of Christmas movies. Oh, okay, and that was one of them, and he'd never seen it before. Oh, okay. He's only fourteen. Christmas and he loved so it. Oh, he loved it. Okay. Yeah, it really it worked. It worked on him. Okay, but you know. He, could, he looks at it more as a, uh, like we watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which obviously is not modern at all. No. He loved that too. Okay. So he looks at it more as a nostalgia movie. Sure. Like um, Christmas Story. Nostalgia. It, it, it works as a, Marty this is how Christmas comedy. was <laughs> in the past. Yes. As opposed to. Well, Whereas that, ironically that movie were. bombed like in its initial release. So. Well, it plus, did? 
Yeah, people people that. hated that movie That's when it first came out. The, oh yeah. yeah, it was a failure. It ruined that studio. Liberty Studios never made another movie after that. No. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was like, yeah, so the like thing that American actually contributed to that, that was, was in the theatrical version. Nobody upped the license for it. Yeah, and it, it became, became public domain. That's the only reason. Because TV stations would air it every they Christmas. They would air it because it was so free. People, so mm. decades, people would just watch it because it was on. Same thing mm. happened to Night of the Living Dead. They yeah. messed up. It became public domain, and so it would play everywhere because it was free. Nostalgia has interesting effects on human psychology. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just listened to a podcast, and they were talking about copyright law. Yeah, oh, I was, I was copyright talking, law is a nightmare. They were talking about market market regulation, nonetheless. They were talking about how Disney like changed copyright law to yes keep Mickey out of public. Domain. Yep. Not like we weren't affected by that semi recently, but that's fine. And they were saying, like, in the 60s, they, like, literally opened... Actually... <laughs> Disney opened an office in D.C., staffed it with lobbyists. I actually like, have, like, never an, letting an open tally at this point where I've been DMCA'd by Disney more than once, which is the funnier part. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> there was a um, story a long time ago, like 20, 30 years ago, of this uh, preschool that had... They had painted Disney characters on their walls. Yeah. And Disney found out in, in cease and desist on a preschool. Oh my God. Well, I got to stop those kids. So Warner Brothers came well, in and put, hey. professional artists came oh, in and put good. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and all those now, on. Now so that's a hearts and minds type awesome. That's But a Disney are assholes, thing. you know? Yeah. And they always have been, and I think that, well, Walt Disney was an Well, considering the law now is like, what, 150 years from creator death and consent Jesus, from the sharing. it used to be like half that. Like 50 years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was right? 75 years for a long time. And, and every like 20 years, they go in with lawyers and money, and they're like, mm-hmm. no one's leaving That's this room. That's why Happy until Birthday was like not in public domain until, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Happy and then birthday! Got, and then somebody, I didn't know that. yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's why, that's why restaurants. That's why yeah. restaurants stopped singing the regular Happy Birthday yeah. song. Yeah, that's why they all have their own twist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, their own ridiculous, annoying twist. Yeah. And then they found out the person that was in a restaurant. And then somebody found out, like recently-ish, that the person that was claiming that they owned it the actually Hill did not. Wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, they stole the melody. Yeah. Copyright law is a nightmare. Yeah, uh, patent trolls are also a nightmare, but that's a unrelated word, sister. <laughs> See, that's why film festivals are great because that um, because we were trying to do something there, we had to worry about copyright, and so then we got into the film festival. It's nice because then you have rights to show that movie and to yeah. watch that movie because the creators specifically send it to you, they pay you wanting to you to it. show it. Yeah. yeah, I like how Mari pops in thirty minutes later just to plug the plug film, the film festival. festival. That's what she's here time. for. She's, <laughs> she is she's the spirit of the festival and she comes in when needed. We're talking and then she's like, oh, film festival. Well, it would be worse if like we were still talking about game night and she was like, oh, that's funny. That reminds me of the film festival. <laughs> Um, so we should talk about so, mute because we've all seen. We it. should talk about mute. Oh my gosh, mute is an interesting. Mute is a movie that I, at, for like the first five minutes, I was my reaction was, oh god, I don't know what I signed myself up for because that there was, was my feeling the entire movie. <laughs> I second him. No, I, I had points I liked it, but. I, I think no the second half of that movie is marginally better than the first half of that movie because the first half of that movie feels like the most. We're not Blade Runner, but look at how cool this set looks. Look yeah. at how expensive this makeup was. The visual and then they didn't put any of it into 
screenwriting apparently <laughs> well so much so that they couldn't afford to have that one guy actually talk for <laughs> eric from true blood or whatever his name is uh it's a weird foreign name uh the blonde the, the actual mute guy see i like what really made me mad was like i thought the the premise the having a mute character as your main character was a really cool take that i hadn't seen and i thought that was going to be cool and exciting but it was over the rest of the shitty, <laughs> shitty plot and other thing in the movies overshadowed that entire point of having a like disenfranchised minority that nobody does a movie about. Also, apparently in the future, nobody knows what sign language is. Yeah, I was like, why is nobody just It was it's lost technology, Brandon. They it, nobody wrote it down. They they just kept writing like this on paper, and nobody knows what that means. There's just ancient hieroglyphs. To me, the plot was was a little too complex. And then given the set, the set was very visually overwhelming because you had the upper, I don't know how it worked out, but it seemed like to me, the upper level was like you had people, you know, like, you know, hovering through, you know, the the streets Mm -hmm. and they were flying. And then down below, it was like, there was references to to Stalin and they were dressing like in the 40s and in the 70s and the 90s. So it was like, was retro and then you have this very futuristic stuff and you're trying to keep it all track when then there's very i think too complex of a plot that got you like it just got me confused like visually because you had to really pay attention because the main character is mute which i think is not a good decision for netflix because (laughs) when i watch netflix i'm sitting at home and i'm probably like scrolling on my phone or doing dishes doing dishes it's more like you're binge things so it demanded you to watch it all the time which Mm. i don't think the average netflix viewer is I was yeah. in that mindset. I don't know, this was overwhelming, and then I just like, how long till I get it? Yeah, yeah it, it took a while to. The, it all I still don't actually have any idea. I, mean, I, still don't, really, <laughs> I don't know what happened. At some point, <laughs> at some point, Paul Rudd just has a knife in his I throat. Did. I don't no, know I what's. Got, I kind of got what's his name ended up being him and what's her name ended up sharing a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Him and what's her name? <laughs> and, the babe, and the kids get dropped off at brothels to be babysat. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I like, the child molestation thing got a little creepy yeah, with me. That was weird. That it's was a it's weird. a weird like button. It it's one of those and things like const- oh my gosh, rape and child murder and child rape i guess are like things that i always say are like if you're gonna cross that line you need to make sure you use that effectively because there is like a one in ten chance that you actually just ruin somebody's like week yeah don't just throw that in like yeah that that's was a big piece of it but yeah i mean I actually i saw that movie uh, mother with jennifer lawrence and there's just a random baby murder that happens oh no i love that movie you love that movie i love that movie. okay you love baby murders well, yeah, but that's not like the that reason. was right around the time I literally like just kind of clocked out for the last. Now, like, me, I absolutely love. Okay, it. fair enough. But uh, wait, you love Jennifer Lawrence? Well, yeah, I, I don't love her. I, it's, I don't tend to like her movies. I, I, but this one, I, I really, really liked. Okay. Fair you, enough. You disagree? I that movie feels oh, like kind of a, that movie feels like kind of a visual mess. Uh, just to keep it on the it, short. That's weird because it made perfect sense to me. I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I think I'm more saying no, I, I it didn't. Agree. I can see why you would think it. Uh, it didn't make sense to a lot of people, but for some reason, it made perfect sense to me. It, I think this is more about. It's you just. It's it, just. I think it is. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. If I kept. If I kept that my criticism of that movie to a sentence, it kind of felt like somebody jerking off on a camera for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And I would watch that. 
and that's fine. <laughs> and that, if you're into that, that's fine. No, it was incredibly self-indulgent, but it, yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I totally understand all the criticism of that movie. I don't disagree with any of it, but for some reason, it completely worked for me. That's fine. That's Speaking of a mute, mute, which I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the biggest thing I would say about Mute, especially from the beginning, is like they definitely got the aesthetics of it wrong because it is a lot of dull grays and blues. And they didn't take the right lessons from stuff like Blade Runner, where like its main themes of like stuff, not so much the new movie, but like the old film, was like a lot of like stark black and whites, very immediately like you can tell what's a building, what's a billboard what is supposed to catch the eye and stuff like that. Whereas this movie felt like a lot of like, it almost felt like I was staring through a fish tank. You know what I mean? For like oh, a lot of the film. Oh, I guess, yeah. yeah. I like the mix of like the night. I make, I like the mix of the technology with like the 19. No, that, thing. that part's but cool. Yeah, I just, the color the palette. Suspenders. The t- <laughs> I, like the I, I need to actually, I need to later look up and see, I need to not fact check on this podcast, but I need to see if this movie was based on a book written from a long time ago, just because there was like bits of scripting and just like little takes on it that felt like an older rendition of like near future type stuff. Like Paul, Paul Rudd calling somebody a faggot in like oh whatever future year is something that I think I just kind of don't understand because like what exact and like a lot of people were speaking well, English but like me, I never they were in Berlin first yeah, off. I don't know like that I got but I so I didn't understand why they were so fascinated with the American soldiers. Is this supposed to be like <coughs> set in like we had another world war? I got like a weird vibe of like American soldiers occupying Berlin after World War II that happened in like it's, 2037. It's weird like it's set like, dressing that is never directly is there, like, there's such a constant threat that this was set in the future. I mean, did, was that integral? Did that well, make Well, okay, there cars. is one There so is like one scene in which it justifies technology. why it's in the future, and it's that uh, the kid, the guy who is mute as a kid had an accident that I was slightly unclear on what actually happened, but he damaged, he makes it, his voice box is damaged and he cannot physically speak. And with their weird future technology, he restores his ability to speak. Oh, okay. And then and he's hesitation. Oh, so the future but technology they, is what fixes him? Yes. But then they made a weird reference okay. to him being That seems like yeah, weird reference kind to of a minor yeah. thing to justify the futuristic <laughs> stuff. It was, yeah, because otherwise, honestly, like people were driving in like, they were driving in a normal car for like a long time. And like... A 70s car even. Yeah, like, yeah 70s boat. cars. And, I think the point was it was supposed to be a luxury 70s cars are kind to of not awesome. have a flying car. I guess. Like the thing I got the tiny electric cars, I guess. flying cars. I feel like yeah, no. like the size I, of a I'm not gonna watch it. So, you know. I, I, like don't, it I don't recommend it to be honest. Con- it was like a mashup the, of contradictions. That because it was like mute guy. Because like there's there's yeah there's two parallel plots that you, that pr- you pretty much follow for about an hour and twenty minutes of this two hour film, and you the whole time they keep cutting back and forth, and you keep going, when are these gonna intersect? Mm-hmm. What is going to bring these two characters either together or at ends or what? Because other than that, the only actual like direct is him and her have a baby together. Do they? It does intersect. It does intersect, and like it does satisfyingly. Or personally, I don't know. I thought it was a little satisfying more because like Paul Rudd is, I think, the actual like the main takeaway from this movie because he's the only part of the movie I kind of like consistently enjoyed. I mean, it seems convoluted. Yes, convoluted. It's a convoluted movie where they got Paul Rudd to Paul Rudd harder than Paul Rudd is ever Paul Rudd. (laughs) So you better Paul Rudd the fuck out of this movie because we got nothing else going on. They got the (laughs) (laughs) yes, I. So why 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 is it important that he's 
Amish. And they talk about keeping things simple for him. But well, as the director of Mute, I will say... Um, <laughs> You're David Bowie's son. <laughs> Santa. Yes, you, I have this giant peacock on my head to <laughs> emphasize as such. Oh, that's why that's there. All right, I'm getting it now. Shh, shh, shh my baby. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, all that build-up is like... <laughs> It was to symbolize the plight of the American workforce. It, I don't know. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, I tried. Um, There's communistic undertones in this time. There are communistic got, undertones, yes. I mean, you know, I have my problems with Rotten Tomatoes in their system, but <laughs> it's pretty low on there. It's a little low. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, Paul Rudd is the only part I kind of enjoy because it starts off with Paul Rudd doing every Paul Rudd thing Paul but, Rudd you know, does. He's almost always enjoyable. Yeah. And like the thing I kind of enjoy is that he becomes a little more unhinged every scene he's in where like every time he gets, yeah, he gets a little snappier. He, at one point he strikes his friend like in the face in broad pu- public. He pulls a knife out on just a... Like mall like a mall cop because yeah. he's he like stole some sandy. I had difficulty man. imagining Paul Rudd hitting somebody. It oh, works okay because like the beginning of the movie, I'm mocking him just as hard as anybody else. Where like the director looked at him and was like, "So can you be intimidating?" And he was like, <laughs> "No, okay. Can you be an asshole to people in power?" Yes, okay. We'll work with that. And like, <laughs> but like. He 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 does. I think right near the end, I think he's he sells me at least on right. being an actual villain, especially when he's calling the mute guy, uh, what was it, uh, a a fuck stick or something like as he's having a gigantic knife shoved into his throat. Oh my! Yes. Okay. I do think I love the my favorite part of the movie is when Paul runs at the coffee shop and he's like <laughs> oh yes <laughs> he's sitting like three feet from the counter and the guy's like can I get some food and he's like you order at the counter and he's like but I'm right it's three, it's three fucking and he, feet and then he like walks up there and then he does this prolonged five minute thing about oh the guy is such a that was so funny I think great. Paul Rudd is pretty good at it, it um, if you yeah, want to see Paul Rudd being very silly I've liked Doc and Jones' other movies. Yeah. Moon and uh, what? Source Code. Those were both really good. I haven't seen Source Code in a long oh, time. Oh, it's really good. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I recommend I like it. Jake I have yeah. not seen Mute. Mute. Mute I did is... not. I, you know, I, it's been out for a little while. And uh, I haven't been interested uh, because it got really bad. I'm not disappointed, I thought. But I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I definitely think it's not a movie that, other than me prompting us to watch it, I don't think I would have watched it on my own necessarily. Because like from a lot of the promotional imagery, made it look like just a Taken style action film or something. Well, like I that. just ah, heard nothing but bad about it. Mm-hmm. So you know, and there's only so many, especially on Netflix. There's like a thousand things to watch. Yes. That's even underselling it. A thousand. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's in 4K. I think it's not that really that hard to get a show on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It like actually, stuff, when you go like the, the stuff that's kind of off the grid Netflix, there's a lot more homemade no, stuff. It's way it easier to, to get it on I have, I have <laughs> said a perfect reality show or a game show is have people write as few words on a text document and see if you can get approved for a three episode miniseries on Netflix. Type as few words on a document as possible and see if you can get it approved. I think you could shoot something on your phone. <laughs> and get it on Amazon. 
awesome. They have some shit on it. I think they're just trying to fill out so they can say, look, we have 50,000 things to choose from. But if Most I sub- of it's total shit. But if I subscribe to Stars too, then I can watch the first two Mission Impossible movies. Well, I have That's Stars. American I have all movie. the movie channels. I have Stars because stars of uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. I like that show. I've That's great. Ever, ever subscribed to. So, Mute, where do you fall on that one as far as recommendations? Uh, well, that gets weird with like streaming things. Since it's streaming, I, yeah. <laughs> what, how about we just insert like a half a second of silence as our <laughs> as our rating? We give it out of ten. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm the one who hasn't seen it. Should I see it? If you want to see Paul Rudd being playing a very smarmy villain for about two hours, and you're going to see him for about half of it, then I would say yes. I've seen Halloween, what, six? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> so, I oh think God. it was worth... I don't Is know. that I H2O? Is that the one no, that... No, no, that's uh, uh, The Curse. Of yeah! Paul Rudd's film debut. Oh, God. You're like bored on a Saturday afternoon. There's literally, literally nothing else to watch. Maybe. There's, but it's Netflix. There's Shoot. plenty Maybe else get, to watch. I, I actually unsubscribe from Netflix and I bootleg <gasps> it from my. What? I bootleg it from my brother because I just. Don't tell them was, they'll find you. There was too. There was almost too much to watch. I really was like. I find that too. I find I'm watch. way more time scrolling than actually yeah. watching. I actually, I like, I I'm surprised they don't just opt for. Well, considering how aggressive they are with like stopping you if you've watched more than three episodes and not pressed a button because they're trying to save bandwidth or whatever but I was suggesting for a long time that they just have like a randomized from things that I've watched before as to things that you think I might enjoy they don't like just, do that? I think there's that's what the whole you might well like no 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 not the list thing I'm literally just saying hit a button and it's just oh, a continuous just like stream a... of things that they oh. queue up personally okay. that I might enjoy that would be interesting you know what I mean? like channel surfing oh you better rate stuff do you rate stuff on there? Of course, they change it. I do, but I hate that all of the rating systems are separate from each other. Yeah, it's dumb. They changed it to... Yeah. Because the one on my computer is different from the one on my Roku as opposed to the one on my Android phone. They have three different rating systems? They have rating systems. They're all separated from each other by platform. (laughs) That's stupid. It is a nightmare. Do you think it ties together in the back end? No. They might take it in as feedback, but otherwise they don't... They, they probably decide on what else to either put money in or not, I would suppose. Yeah, I think that's how they do it. Or just lose $10 million. It's fine. It's oh, Netflix. They're, they're, they're hemorrhaging money anyway. Word. I hope they at least finish. They all are. Godzilla all the streaming movies. services are. Yeah. Because they, they have to get to scale. It's, it's all about scale. dark future. You have to get to well, international like, Netflix. My understanding is Amazon's never really made a penny in profit. But Jeff Bezos has got $120 million. Because <laughs> it's all about stock price. Maybe that's why they that's haven't made it. It's all about the people you know, the man. Not to go off on my main because... American capitalism. But stock price should not be the only way you measure a company. I and disagree. I As a person who owns stock, I disagree. You don't even own stock. Bro. No, I don't, but someday I, I might. Legit, <laughs> I <literally, laughs> you just said I legitimately right. own stock. I have like 40 shares of stock. What am I supposed to dream of in my future? Anyway. So yeah, Mute. So you're telling me not to watch Mute. That there are other things on Netflix. There are other things on Netflix you should probably watch first. Like, uh... I think Atlanta... Roger Rabbit, I think, is on there. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Transitioning (laughs) on my show. (laughs) I 
pretty sure that's streaming on Netflix. It is. Oh, this is why we need individual mics so I can <laughs> mute these anarchists. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if they took it off of that one. So yeah, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it's my favorite it, it, movie of all time. It is still on there. I think they keep things on there by popularity. I don't think there is any yeah, other well, like, metric they use. Because old oh, boy, because sure I've, I've said this before, old boy has been on there for like years and years and years. Oh, in 2019, they'll take it off. So not to date myself, but when the movie came out, I bought um, <laughs> The Art of Noise. Oh. What? What's The Art of Noise? That, the album? Yeah. That I had that Roger album. Rabbit yeah, because it came from Roger Rabbit. Because it had Rabbit. the Peter Gunn song. Sex on Wheels. Yeah, yeah. Sex on Wheels. I really don't think that's in Roger Rabbit. Yes, it I do, is. I do not. I really feel I do yes, not. Per, I I'm not personally acquainted with that, that, but my parents have told me that, actually. Yeah, okay, so we did date ourselves. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, 1988, I remember. I saw it in the theater when it came out. Yeah. The biggest thing I'll say about that movie is I feel like every year that passes, I find it slightly less funny. But I also am slightly more in awe that that movie exists at all. Like no, that, what do you mean? I feel yeah, like I that movie is that. so oh, like because, they get Warner Brothers and because it's so like it's so divided from like right now had. in mm-hmm. animation and Only in film, like this live action traditional like I don't know if it's exactly rotoscoped, but like these traditional animation techniques interlaced with uh, live action actors and. Warner Brothers and Disney in the same film, which is you something see, that like I don't even movie, think they want to be in the same building the together. You can see Bugs Bunny that was a big Rabbit thing at the time. They were advertising that. I remember like, you get to see the the Disney characters and the Warner Brothers characters mm-hmm. share the screen together. And the deal was they had to have the exact same they amount of screen time. time. Yes, fun. and they're I'm they're thinking, they're in like twenty seconds. It's but, like you know. yeah, and I'm thinking, but okay, if you say what's your favorite Bugs Bunny? film or movie or what's your favorite Daffy Duck movie I can name 15 of each what's your favorite Donald Duck movie what's your favorite Mickey Mouse film that that one where they, they fucking blow where that one where they uh, they parody uh, Dick Tracy uh, from like forever ago it, I don't even think it was a movie I think it was just a standalone episode or something That's but I always Disney really, well, I guess yeah, kind of all the Disney characters kind of suck in my age they're, they're not funny shows. oh the Disney characters oh, yeah, yeah the Disney characters suck you can name a hundred uh, Warner Brothers shorts that you love yeah but you can't name Half any Disney racist, shorts yes. that are awesome <laughs> none of them because they're, they're terrible so because they made this deal and had to share screen time, that's why Bugs Bunny's only in it for five seconds. Yeah. Because if they said, okay, fuck you, we don't want Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse, because who gives I, a shit? That, that, Maybe they could have had Bugs Bunny all through it. That scene with Daffy and Donald, though, is still like, that is something I think pianos. about every with now and again. I, yeah, with the piano. I love that scene a lot. Because they're beating each other up. Because it, like, it fits their personalities oh, just it right. It fits Donald Duck's. Didn't fit Daffy? Daffy, I don't think he would have anything to do with Donald Duck. Fair enough. I don't think they would get along at all. Well, they didn't get along in this. (laughs) Uh, I find it funny. I think I could be wrong, though. Well, one of you two would probably know. I think this movie was the antithesis. Disney created Touchstone so that Disney wasn't directly associated because they they thought it was too racy and they didn't want their child-friendly image to be... Well, yeah, think about the way they they present themselves. It would be weird to just have the regular Disney logo on this. Yeah. It's weird, like, some of the uh, characters in here, like, Betty Boop. Yeah, Betty Boop's in it. I don't know Uh, anybody who... I, I see, like, Betty Boop, like, on shirts and stuff, but... 
Who watches oh Betty Boop cartoons? My, well, I mean, she was my great she grandmother. Was famous at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. around at that time, but she was famous then, or like before, uh, ten years. Or like she was, a, she was a fun reference. Okay, both Disney and Warner Brothers, they like the Looney Tunes are. What were they? What were they before Looney Tunes? They were. Uh, oh, uh, um, 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 ah, crap! It's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, Mary Melodies. There we go. They, uh, you know, they all, they both had like these racist characters. Yep. None of those showed up in this movie. No. It's set in the forties. No. <laughs> Somebody tried to, and an exec walked in and said, "What are you doing? No, we... Get those Mexican mice off the screen now." You know, the, the, the little black character, like what was the one? Oh. Pogo. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah. With the yeah, yeah, oh, you know. fuck. <laughs> it hurts. I like I, though you can see. Or like, like I would have loved like Nazi Nazi. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, they're decapitating Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Donald Duck had a Nazi cartoon. Did you ever see that? They all did. Mars yeah. Movie. Sorry. Or or the it just the, scares uh, the shit out of me. <laughs> Bugs Bunny nips the nips. Yeah. Japanese oh, with the buck teeth. It's like oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> I I love that they have those still available just with a preface of we want to preserve these. Right. It's like there, there was a time when, don't during war you could just actively hate the entire country. Yeah. I I think that's interesting whereas like I feel like Disney could at least wear their 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 heart yeah, on their sleeve when it comes to, to like Song like of the South happened. and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a bootleg of Song of the South. I do too. Yeah, my best garage sale find it. Oh, okay. I found it on a website that was just no, dedicated to it. She's actually got a DVD. Okay. No, VHS. Nice. Oh, no. Oh, I, my God. I, I have... No, I take that back. No, you're right. It is. Yeah, it's okay. I was going to say, I have a DVD. So. I like that you can see the like the original Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. Because, like, yeah. the Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny that show up in my second favorite cartoon live action mix up of all time, <gasps> Space Jam, beep, beep, they look beep. completely different than the Daffy Duck and the, the Bugs Bunny that show up. Yes. They are completely room. very different. I just don't, you know, I I was a little disconcerting because Mel Blanc had died before this, so yeah. the voices were a little different. A little different. But it just takes a little difference for me to kind of, oh, that's a little disappointing. Well, because your brain goes, that's not the thing I remember it as. Right. Hmm. Yeah, because, man. It says a predator's nearby. I think just about everybody as a kid, it's like Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, all of those were... Like that's all I watched. It's all those are the only cartoons I really remember, and that still hold up. Yeah, you know, because I was a kid in the seventies, so like Fang Face or Jabberjaw. <laughs> Nobody watches that crap. I mean, do you even know what that is? Uh, I know, I know Jabberjaw, and I know the the weird talking scooter thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, the, uh, what was that one? I don't remember. I but remember that. I remember one. that. And my favorite thing speed, was uh, Speed Buggy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember Speed Racer. Uh, sure, Speed Racer. I watched. Like all of that stuff. I I have a weird amount of stuff that I have watched from that because my grandparents collected a whole lot of that stuff. Um, so I saw a fair amount of it. Wacky Races, uh, the World oh, Wacky yeah. Race thing, was maybe my favorite thing ever. That like well, yeah, month long yeah. event where they were all like in teams and they were like ra- doing like the world's greatest race or whatever thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all Saturday morning TV. And I love talking, bringing that up with people that are my age because they look at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. So that's fine. I miss Felix the Cat. That's a good cartoon. I like Hong Kong. I like Hong Kong Fui. Oh, Hong, Hong Kong, Kong Fui, yes. That was a good one too. That's mm-hmm. the shirt I was wearing when you made me jump out of that airplane. 
That's an in- wearing a Hong Kong Fui shirt. That's an interesting sentence. <laughs> I think that might be the name of the podcast this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know what's interesting about uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? There we go. Yeah, that name sequel, again. The, the elusive sequel. Never. Well, then, see, Never. I want to see it. Too much collaboration. Reasons to go Once see it. one of them buys the other, maybe. The technology alone, but you know, just I was a big Robert Zemeckis fan because Back to the Future yeah. used cars, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so the guy who did Back to the Future did Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same I director. Directors, I don't know these things. And uh, but the idea, I mean, the the plot kind of hinges on a real thing where they're dismantling the cable cars. Oh, I love the yeah, the like the the, the emergence of the highway system. And right, whole, and that's like, that's real. That actually happened. Goodyear and, and Ford bought up all the cable car systems in San Francisco and in California together yeah. and dismantled them so that yeah, you would have to buy a car. So that I mean, it's funny because this is '88 and they're referencing something that really did happen. It has a lot of like, there's a lot of things in this movie that I actually like completely had forgotten about. I forgot how quickly the plot just goes from like zero to 60 immediately. There's like three minutes of just a regular cartoon short with an amount of animation yeah. that makes you instantly realize it's not like a <laughs> a weekly run show because like there is so oh, yeah. much stuff going on that you're like, this costs Three times the budget of one of those. The, no one would have ever approved this. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, scene. yeah. Uh, so, um, and then like right after that, uh, plot go. Like, yeah, bang into <laughs> that baby Mar. Was it Marvin? Is his name? So, something like that. I'm going back to my trailer. <laughs> yeah, he's grabbing that woman's ass, and smoking a cigar. It's so oh. good. So funny. There's a. There's so much smoking in a thing that makes me like mm-hmm. remember like oh yeah that used to be a thing people could do in a movie yeah. See, this is something that happened in the 80s with kids movies where like goonies and stuff is like kids would swear or uh, uh, um monster squad and they would just reference like the goonies also, taught me the word shit yeah when i was like, like eight et even it's like all of these movies for kids in the 80s and they have smoking and swearing and, yeah it's like you just don't see that anymore. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do miss it because my kids aren't interested in, no. you know, this safe stuff so much. <laughs> and no kid is. No. You know, the dangerous book for boys they want is the a stuff that, for that reason. They want the stuff that they're not technically supposed to be watching. Yeah, and you can fruit. give them that stuff without it giving them that stuff, yeah. you know? You can just kind of give them a taste that's why I have my 10-month-old watch Silence of the Lambs. It'll be just fine. I have no problem with that. <laughs> no joke, I have no problem with that. <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> and that should creep you out enough. He could uh, be a serial killer, so we're not going to say where he works. Word. <laughs> could be, but I'm not. He might go coastal on you. I'm too damn tired. <laughs> hey, careful there. I'm not allowed to talk about I'll, that. I'll just bleep that part out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, isn't that is it the postman or is it postal? That's a postal. No, going, going postal. postal is, I actually used to have a book, a true crime book called Going Postal. Mm. It chronicles all of the different things. What? 
happened at the post office. Yeah. The murders. Just murders. Just murders. <laughs> There's no, no more time, There's no time stuff. for anything else. <laughs> People are yeah, busy. Yeah, that was thing for a while. Okay. It's but, been quite some time since there's been an incident like that, though. So, the thing that I also did not remember at all is... So, Jessica Rabbit is mm-hmm. maybe... Is maybe the most like absurdly over sexualized thing I've ever seen an animation studio make, considering she has no rib cage and she's Jessica Rabbit. Does she? Imp- I mean, as a as the only girl here, woman here, did that impact you guys as young young yeah. kids? Yeah. I personally did not find her very attractive. I mean, I more see. more because I, like I her shoulders like abstracted into her breasts. Oh, and, 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 a, and she wasn't cute. It wasn't the cartoon character. It was the voice and the singing voice, sure. which are yes. It's, Kathleen Turner is the voice, and then Amy Irving is the singing voice. Yes. And both of those together, yeah, that's what did it. It was a good comment. It wasn't the drawing, although they make a reference to, I'm, I'm not bad, I'm drawn this way. Also, the part where, like, it sits on just a frame where she's, like, getting off the stage and, like, she pulls him in with the tie or whatever and she's getting back on the stage. There's just, like, five seconds of just her tits and her yeah, yeah, ass yeah. on screen with nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like... The well, one song is pretty sexy, but they do it good. I it's a seductive song. Oh, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to retire. I'm sure Disney would stop me, but I was like, I want to retire to a Florida community and make a bar called the Ink and Paint Club. I'd be into that. Actually, that's that literally... I took a Disney cruise once, and uh, that was actually a theme for one of their restaurants, is that the oh, whole thing starts a off as a, as a blank canvas and uh as the people as people uh as people were getting served uh different things of meals the the, the whole thing would start filling in with color on the walls and everything and the floor and uh, the, the waiters would start uh like switching out some of their clothes with like colored clothing you know in the it was kind of uh, cool the vhs version um this was a big thing at the time uh the scene where they're in that uh, cab Yes, and uh, they get thrown out of the cab. Oh, the the animation error where like you think it's not an error. They put that in there. You can see her. Did you know that the uh, the uh, what is the big stupid discs that before DVDs? Oh, the laser disc. The laser disc version of that is the highest selling version of that because that was the clearest image of that. Oh, you can pause it right there. Yeah. And see her without underwear. That is, that is a known <laughs> fact of why that is the most yeah, top-selling version. Yeah, they used to do that all that. the time. Like the castle in um, what is it, uh, Little Mermaid? Yeah. Yes. Where there's an obvious cock. Yeah. Is it cock? They used cock. to do that all the time. It's a big old. Cock. I think they still do. They sneak it in. Big, big old friggin' cock. Jimmy, again. put out your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Pocket yeah. in the car. <laughs> Yeah, apparently that was a thing they used to do because they were bored. I'm into that. Yeah, well, they, 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 they miss they miss human they contact. You have to, you have to it's like they're drawing the same thing, thing over. And over. I, mean, I mean, hey, you're, it's four in the morning. Walt is yelling at you while smoke chain smoking in his office. What else are you gonna do? Bitching about the Jews, <laughs> you know. Cut that Why do they out. keep coming to my door? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to draw a cat. <laughs> I'm going to draw this cat. Hey, Jimmy, look at this cat. Does this look too much like a cat to you? We're all hey. from okay, put, 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 some, put some hair on it. Okay, that's good. Just put them behind bugs. There you go. <laughs> Nobody will see. <laughs> that's a 
that's good. I like that. You know, I really liked about uh, I like Christopher Lee in there, or Christopher. Uh, yeah. He may as well be a Christopher Lee. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. Mm, I do like Christopher. He was Lloyd. just demonic in this mm. movie. He's great. He is the entire villain reveal from from moment one of him on screen to like the bitter end is always like the most engaging thing ever. That whole dip concept. Oh is, my god! With rough. the with the little cartoon shoe at yeah, first. Yeah, like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Live on, like, like, what is the age? Well, I mean, what would you recommend for? I mean, because that would mess up a kid. I, I would almost say a PG thirteen to be perfect. Like nowadays, I would almost say a PG thirteen. I think I saw it. I didn't see it when I was little. I like saw it later. I, I saw it when like, I was like twelve or something. Because remember, like little kids, like Bambi would mess up kids, or yeah, Lion yeah. King would mess up kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like Disney does that. It's like you gotta the the, the mother always dies, and they Disney kill people mothers. all the time. They kill like. Parental figures all the time in here. There's lots of torture and shit in these Disney cartoons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because, and again, Mickey Mouse Art and John Lucker, they <laughs> suck. Just, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. There's all this dark shit yeah. in their movies. <laughs> that you just, I don't Eat know. shit and die trying. Well, we Disney show when Disney makes the movie... <laughs> Like Wrinkle in Time, that's just supposed to be inspiration. I like how it's born. I like how like always the villain in Disney movies nowadays over the last five years has always been bad parenting. Has always been the true villain. <laughs> Black yeah, Panther uh, and Wrinkle in Time, bad parenting is the true villain. <laughs> and Frozen and. <laughs> Um, Why is frozen? Why is bad parenting? Though? Bad parenting because the parents instill in him in in uh, in Elsa oh, or whatever. No, weird. you need to stay yeah. away. People won't understand you. You need to not think of yourself as a person. You know oh. that all that shit. He used to just be lunatics like uh, yes. Cruella Deville. Was like, yeah. I want to skin your puppies and make a coat out of them. It's Hell like, yeah! Damn, that's crazy. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get or, into fur collecting. Or Christopher <laughs> Lloyd putting cartoons in turpentine. Yeah. And watching them, and they crying while he's doing it. It's so good. The one that always freaked me out as a kid was, uh, when I was younger at least, was uh, when they dumped the acid when they're getting away in the cartoon car or whatever. Oh, he, yeah, like, and the, the Peels cab. off his feet or whatever. He's like, ah! <laughs> it was always just a little too much like noise and general motion, and I was like, ah, someone's hurt. <laughs> I, I like the out. laughing to death concept. Or the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, it felt like there was something else like really specific I was going to... I would actually be really interested in knowing who specifically decided... I would love to... I would love if a collection of this movie came with like some of the boardroom meeting like notes or something like that of like just like what was said i'm sure they would never ever ever do that because there's no benefit to that but i honestly wish there was just something i could see where like they were deciding okay like we'll put in these characters and we'll put in because like the characters from fantasia like that's that's uh a kind of to me that's a weird pull for a movie coming out in 88 specifically but i don't know well betty boop is weird for 88 i mean it, who the hell remembers her <laughs> the grandparents that are taking the kids to the, <laughs> to the really movie. betty that's boop that's like 1920 in the 80s that's true yeah i guess but they pushed it out of you and then you bought it i guess maybe that's it I mean, who owns betty boop now like, remember flappers everybody Wait, who who owns was that warner brothers Wait, was disney. was disney and warner like looking at betty boop and they're i don't think anybody does anymore <laughs> they're all just like looking at somebody the, must, the copyright papers and they're like wait <laughs> yeah, you know trying to think of all the characters because some of them i 
I didn't recognize. Like that yeah. cab, is that a character that for the movie? See, I, I don't know. I was. Oh, it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's just made for the movie. Whereas, okay. like, whereas they have yeah, they have know, Song of the South characters. They did a good job because it. it felt like something that probably could have existed. You know? Yeah. They do a good job of like inserting OCs where needed. For, yeah, like, yeah, and they all felt like, oh, it's Toontown, you know. Like yeah. All oh, right, Dumbo. Yeah. If 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 I had a real criticism about that movie, I would say where they're in Toontown is shot is like cut just a little too fast, and they don't spend. I wish there was like even just another ten minutes in Toontown because I think Toontown's great, but mm-hmm. I get why it's done so fast, and like partly because I'm willing to bet that was an expensive part of the movie to to make, and they wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> but um, it's weird, you know. This was, you know, there had been other movies that mixed live action with animation before, but they yeah. were all really rudimentary, kind of badly done, like yeah. bed knobs and broomsticks, that sort of thing. Where oh, I like that. No, I'm not saying they're bad movies, but the animation, the mix, didn't it didn't work so it didn't well. Didn't always gel. Yeah, and I think a lot of it just comes down to shading. Yeah. These characters felt a little more three dimensional just because of the way they were drawn. Well, if I remember correctly, the guy that did the animation, or at least the head for, uh, that did this animation also did that, uh, that animated adaption of, uh, the wall. Oh, really? As far as I understand, it's the same guy that at least did the, uh, the, the hammers marching scene. Okay. I always saw yeah, that as a yeah. reference point for discussing Roger Rabbit animation. So that as would far make as I, sense. Cause the wall, the wall, Pink Floyd? Yeah, it's the, oh. it's a very famous yeah. Pink Floyd album that oh also God. has a... No, I'm trying I to explain to him who Hunter S. Thompson is. I'm trying to get him to... You, you don't know who... I told him he's you, you are my friend, and you don't... I'm culturally naive, I'm sorry. Gonzo is on Netflix, and you should watch it, because it's really good. I know what, I know the wall of the Pink Floyd movie, but... Okay, that's fine. I'm just telling you to watch Gonzo, because it's a really good documentary about Hunter S. Thompson. It's really good. I haven't seen that. I want to see that. It's very good. So Betty Boop, there's actually a, a controversy about that. Really? And to sum it up um, in a sentence or two, is that Paramount owns anything that's modern with Betty Boop, and it looks like the argument is that anything with her original image isn't copyright protected, but they're trying to say they own her, but they're saying that they're so owning like, the new... So like if she's colored in, that would so count as like the black not? and white version, the flapper version? What, what other versions of Buddy Boop are there? The ones that have like sleeve tattoos and like the, the tramp <laughs> stamp. Yeah, yeah, okay. The ones you see on mud flaps now. Um, the ones where she's vaping. Yeah. yeah. It says, you know, they're trying to talk about it with the, in this article, they're giving context to Warner and Looney Tunes that has trademarks on Looney Tune characters um, to squash third party reissues. Looney Tunes. But then if Betty's, the Betty decision isn't reversed on appeal, like I just explained to you, then Warner is stripped of its strongest weapon against public domain. Huh. So what, this is a, like a current thing? The, this sounds it's, recent. It's in arbitration now? Yeah. Wow. So you guys... Oh, so Betty Boop? And that's why we watched <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit was so we could finally get to this Get to the bottom. Topic. What the fuck is the deal well, with Betty Boop? What is with right now, <laughs> public <laughs> domain law? Is with um, Warner and Bugs Bunny because it says that they're trying to say it can use the trademark against those who would create new Bugs Bunny items, but not against those who would exploit old PD material that Warner failed to but protect. But I thought Betty Boop was like a Fleischer thing. Like right, it Superman. is a Fleischer thing, but they're using that ruling to use it towards Warner and Interesting. Bugs Bunny. Because if the original Weird. Bugs Bunny, it, it lapsed. But they're saying, but we 
own Bugs Bunny now. They go, no, you own this now, but you don't own the public domain stuff. So, so Betty the, Boop is like public the, domain. So, so like the early, early stuff then. Yeah, if I understand. Like when Elmer Fudd was like 300 pounds, you can... Wow. A Betty Boop is a flesher trade. That means I can make all kinds of really stupid things Boop on YouTube 1930s now. the po- movie posters were not covered. I need to quit my job. Wait, can, so Arthur Q. Bryan, um, Elmer Fudd is public domain now? I don't know, but I know that Betty Boop posters, things like images, are public domain from the 30s. Hmm. But any new huh. Betty Boop is wow. owned by I don't Paramount. Know. So new Betty Boop? There's new Betty Boop? Like the stuff that you see on all the, like, um, like, oh, like the, the 80s, stuff. like it was on the clothing. Oh, yeah. and clothing was, stuff. They have wow. some girl Actually, But I'm saying that the image of Betty Boop on the clothing is the same image, isn't it? No, they updated it. They've updated it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't Yeah, like, like, like little bits here and there. My mom watches Top Model, and they just did a Betty Boop. It seems to me... It's the character or it's not the character. Whether or not you add some modern flourish to it, it's still the character. It's, almost it's like either public domain or it's not. Copyright law is a nightmare. Yeah, it sure is. That should be a shirt. It's actually that's a shirt. Apparently it's the American style of copyright law. Apparently it's not as much of a nightmare in Europe. Well, yeah, because some of them oh, don't sure. care. And also, like, you know, like Norway, there's a there's a company called uh, CD Projekt that would literally take, like, a... Uh, MSX games that uh, that were played on cassette tape, like audio cassette tape, and they would air them over radio stations, and you could record those and put them in your your computer, and you could play those games. Wow, what? That's kind of cool. Isn't that awesome? Oh, she's got something with Betty Boop. That's the modern Betty Boop. Yeah, that's modern Betty Boop. So that's perfect for a podcast. Yeah, see? look at this, everybody. Yeah, yeah look at this thing, <laughs> audio listeners. Just a module. Close your eyes or... and feel the correct wavelength as we send it to you. <laughs> Yeah, don't you have pictures on the little things? You should put a picture of Betty Boop for the I think everybody knows what Betty Boop looks like. I think everybody. I don't want to challenge this this weird copyright <laughs> law going yeah, on. Yeah, right you're only going to get You can't get DMCA'd right now by Paramount. <laughs> Do you think I could fight Paramount? Anyway. But you guys just said that Disney. Disney already shut us down. Let's just take them all on. But down. Disney <laughs> Let's is just take them the all original, on. Um, Mickey Mouse. But where, it's just so incredible. But then what, why is then maybe this is resolved itself? Because how come Warner Brother couldn't then do um, Bugs Bunny? Part of it is also that copyright law only matters in terms of if you, the copyright holder is personally responsible for constantly hunting down and protecting right. their thing. If they That's why YouTube is such a clusterfuck that's because. that's why um what is that fucking company that is the biggest thorn in my ass zenimax is the biggest pain in my fucking ass because they are the main reason why there is so much like very specific like algorithms built to pull down copyrighted material is because of Zen- uh, their fight with zenimax and their fight with um who youtubes or who it, with youtube yeah youtube is like it was zenimax and it was uh uh uh, uh something media um what did Zenimax, what were people putting up of Zenimax? Uh, I don't know, fucking movies or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever they own, context, which is like, like half, half of the world. I don't know, commercials. There's a lot of things on YouTube. There we are a lot of things on YouTube. I can thanks, vouch for that. <laughs> I've personally up- seen. Thanks for the update, Doug. I didn't know there was a lot of content on YouTube. I say all kinds. You like go to, here's the thing about YouTube is like people hide things in playlists you know, you'll go to like you put like slasher film, eighty slasher films, and they'll you know you find nothing. But then there'll be a playlist with like five hundred of them. Yeah. 
like a uh, sleepaway camp is in there. All these stuff that, hey, it just came out in a $30 Blu-ray. Or you can watch the 1080p version for free on YouTube in a playlist. Word. Mm. Anyway. I don't know if I'm mad about that or not because it's free. <laughs> But it's gonna it's gonna hurt people who you know make movies. Yeah. So as far as who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, that's right. As, as <laughs> speaking a, of sleepaway camp, Roger Rabbit. Spe- speaking personally, <laughs> just as a closing thought, the only actual other criticism I personally have of it is I would say that some of the the acting from the live action actors is a tad muted for a lot like, of it. With whom? With. I don't know. I would say almost everyone in the cast, to be perfectly honest. But, like, I understand why it's there more because, like, it helps emphasize the tune's loony nature. And it also helps emphasize a couple of specific scenes, like, with the uh, the detective when he's doing, like, the musical scene and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, right. He's Like, I get that's be... supposed to be, like, what, 47 or something in Hollywood? So, like, it's a lot of, like, fairly self-serious people and stuff like that. But... Well, it's, it's, a, it's a noir film. Yeah. But... And... So I mean, he's he's supposed to be. But like Blade Runner, I wouldn't say everyone's like kind of muted. You know what I mean? Like a tad unexpressive. I don't know. Harrison Ford doesn't have a whole lot of expression in that. I agree with that. But the <laughs> unicorn, on the other hand, has all kinds of expression. Well, Rutger Hauer has a good monologue. Word. Does a unicorn uh, in Blade Runner? Yes, but only in certain cuts of Blade Runner. <laughs> there are like 47 cuts if, of Blade Runner. If you don't watch the correct one, you have no justification for why that unicorn is there or why it makes sense. Blade Runner's stupid. Right I think it's the final cut. I think it's on Netflix. I think the one on Netflix is the correct one. I don't know. When I went to see this originally, I was... It's hard to say. A little let down because you get so hyped for stuff. When you hear about it, you know, it's Robert Zemeckis, Back to the Future, you know, you're all hyped up already. And then it's all the Looney Tunes, it's all this stuff, and it's like overwhelming at first. And so, I kind of, it's kind of like when you get a new uh, word processor did you program. See Roger in you're overwhelmed by, yeah, yeah. They both did. They said that at the beginning of this <laughs> yeah, conversation I saw when it came out. 40 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, you're overwhelmed up, by the technology at first. It's like watching a, 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 one of the new 3D movies. At first, I can't even watch 3D movies in the theater because I'm so distracted by the 3D that I lose the thread of the plot. And it was a lot the same thing with this. I was so overwhelmed by the new technology of integrating live action with animation that I, I would lose the thread. And then it took me a couple viewings before I realized, oh, it's our thing. Oh, okay. But... So at first I was underwhelmed by it, which is weird because I was overwhelmed by the technology and underwhelmed by the movie. <laughs> so it took several viewings for me to really get into it. Like how many is several? Oh, two or three, three okay. or four, five or six. <laughs> I've seen it like, I don't know how many times. It's been, what, 30 years? I think I have three movies that I know for a fact my viewing count is in the triple digits. Okay, can you name them? Yes. Uh, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Horrible movie. Stupid movie. Back to the Future 1. Yeah. And, um, 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 oh my God. Why on earth am I blanking on it? Uh, Brazil. Oh, I oh, have Brazil. that box set. I love yeah. that box set when it came out. I love that movie. It's got like four versions of Brazil. It's the coolest mind yeah. fuck trip mind movie ever. Fuck. It's a great movie. Mind 
fuck? If you are a bored 17-year-old, it's fucking awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? It's a fucking five out of five. It's the most... It is a classic fucking film. And what they... The thing I like is the animation covers up the wires. Yeah. Which is what, like, George Miller did with uh, Fury Road. Yeah. You just use it to cover up the wires. Don't use it to do the whole movie. CGI now... Why paint over everything? Use it to fix stuff. Exactly. And that's what they do with the animation in here. You can, like, because they're grabbing stuff. I mean, you see these cartoon characters grabbing coats and grabbing people and stuff. Well, they just use the animation to cover up the wires. Yeah. It's so obvious. I got the anniversary edition, and a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff is really cool. That's it's awesome. So yeah, it's, it's funny to watch that stuff without the animation mm-hmm. to see how they did it. Cause they actually had, like, a big green, uh, like, a styrofoam Roger Rabbit cutout. With nice. Like wrapped in oh, green, so they could see, like... Uh, green screen material. I sort of wondered, because there's a couple of specific scenes, like the uh, like the one where uh, he has the pictures of, of Jessica Rabbit and what's-his-face or whatever playing patty cake in the <laughs> in her dressing room or whatever, and he's, like, freaking out and stuff like that. And I was like, I wonder how they exactly, like positioned a lot of, and yeah that kind of stuff is is really fascinating and interesting to it's weird i can't about. remember the guy's name who played the voice of roger rabbit they like apparently wore a rabbit suit nice and was there so they could interact with him that sounds like jim and andy <laughs> on netflix <laughs> i didn't watch it though that's that's it. that's well that sucks for you it's that uh that uh documentary on uh, Jim Carrey when he was uh, oh, playing yeah, yeah, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah. That documentary is great. Do you see that movie? The the Andy Kaufman movie? The the Man on the Moon? Yeah. I love that movie and the main reason I found it was because I loved Amadeus and I uh, I looked into other things that he worked on. And I, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forget the other People really famous. Larry Flynn. Yeah. And uh, the other one that I had seen was like um, um, Homicide Life on the Street. Oh my god that's a good show. It's really good. But yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> but yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> so anyway. Everybody's seen it. I yeah. mean, everybody knows it's a good movie. And if you haven't, go watch it. It's free. Well, yeah. not free. free. Free-ish in concept well, free. For free so yeah. At some, oh yeah, it's free if you leech off of your brother or Someday friends. humanity will end and someone will have a Netflix code and you can just watch it for free. Or you could torrent it. That is also true. <laughs> Use a VPN, people. Floating Net upstream. neutrality is about to end, so get those VPNs up blazing. Floating upstream does not support the thoughts and, <laughs> and sayings of this person. We do not know this person. Anyway, I have to edit him out of the entire podcast. <laughs> Last time you forgot a guest speaker. Okay, I'm just going to add cat no noises. More guest stars. I'm just going to add cat noises every time he talks. <laughs> anyway. So, Brandon, I kind of fucked up. Oh, I completely fucked up. There's a re- there's a really bad thing happening right now. Did you not record it? No, I kind of forgot to hit the hit the button. What button? The series spotlight. Oh my god, I was about to kill you. It's like this close microphone's not been on the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get all the practice like I can in, guys. He's just, reacting to nothing. The process. Okay, I'm staring at the... I've made a gif of audio levels moving, so it looks like I'm working. Shut up, Doug. So what do you recommend, Brandon? What are you watching? Stupid. Um, 
I did just start a new series. Oh, did I talk about Altered Carbon already? Did no. I talk about that last podcast? I think you said you were going to watch it, but I, I don't like think you it. said oh. anything. I like so. Altered Carbon. We both watched Altered Carbon, it. and it's really good. Altered Carbon. Altered, altered <laughs> Carbon, which is actually 3,000 years young, It's actually everybody. a sci-fi series, unlike Wrinkle in Time, is not a sci-fi movie. <laughs> I like something I like. I don't know if you guys like or not. Is it's kind of silly, but um, it's a mix of um, Shameless and um, Ab Fab. So there's nudity. Uh, okay. Lots of no, no, and that is Game Face. Oh. That is hilarious. What is you and Game Face? And I, I just crack up. There's Mari's serious spotlight. Game Face. Game how about you, sir? You watching anything right now? No, it's, watch a uh, lot it's a of stuff, British. but it's all old stuff. My son is getting into old sitcoms. Okay. All in a Family. We've been watching. <laughs> Did you, okay, so are you through the part where the Urkeling begins? The Ur- No, no, he's not interested in that. He wants uh, quality series from history, like uh, Twilight Zone. Okay. All in the Family. Word. Um, we've been watching. Oh, uh, I was thinking of Family Matters. <laughs> Oh no no, good God no! He he is aware of Urkel, but uh, what else Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, good. Taxi, we've been watching. Oh, Taxi! Hey, Andy uh, Cheers, Coffin. we've been watching. <laughs> cheers, is pretty good. Which is related to Taxi, you know. Cheers, same. I have a theory existed for as long as possible because it had the best theme song ever. It did have a great theme song, and what's fun is with both Taxi and Cheers, you can hear James L. Brooks laugh. <laughs> in the background he's got this big uh, uh, laugh that you can hear um, uh, we've been watching MASH without the laugh track I got the DVD so that you could Hell yeah. without the shoehorned in laugh track because oh, it wasn't so shot good. that way went on longer than the war yeah like 10 years longer than the war <laughs> it's weird is watching that show uh, it's not it's not acted or directed like a sitcom no it was weird it's like it must be the first um single camera sitcom as far as i can tell i can't think of yeah. an earlier one yeah maybe i i'm willing to bet there is some weird film nerd that can correct that i don't <laughs> With know some but... three episode maybe that uh oh mine what is that what was that weird sitcom that was like one episode that aired that had like it was a sitcom with hitler and, oh yeah, uh, uh, mine. Heil honey on Heil home. honey on home, <laughs> and that's online, and you can watch that. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway. I think that was a British show, though. I think so. But yeah, this is it's it's interesting to watch because you can watch it. The DVD lets you watch it with or without the laugh track, so you can watch it without and then watch it with to see how they shoehorned in the laugh track. And the laugh track is really brief because they weren't they weren't playing to an audience. No. So their jokes are rapid fire, and the laughter's got to go real quick. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of British, that reminded me. In Mute, did you guys notice that there were a lot of South Africans in that cast? I kept hearing South African accents, like, all over the I place. South Africans had accents, so... Really? Yeah, it's... Really? You it's, thought South okay. Africans had flat American so, accents? No, but... So, imagine... <laughs> like, no, so like, imagine, you know British accent so is? So, imagine, so imagine British, but with a slight tint of racism, and then you can tell it's South African. <laughs> um, anyway... But yeah, so yeah, you're watching a lot of classic stuff. Yeah, huh? we're, want, we're trying to. Didn't mean working to our way through it. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. Also, oh, hilarious. Kate at one Very point blasted show. through that entire series in about three days, along with Friends. 
So yeah, uh, we've we've started on Friends, but that's a little tougher. That one has not aged so well. Not so well. <laughs> I think Friends. What do you mean? Not funny. Well, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of homophobia in there. Yes, there is. Uh, oh. A lot of. Uh, a lot yeah. of like weird like '90s isms. Yeah, yeah. Now he loved Seinfeld. Or was that early 2000s? He doesn't love Seinfeld. But he talks about the Seinfeld effect. Yeah. In that shows that uh, were groundbreaking at the time, but because everybody's ripped them off, when you go back and watch them for the first time, it's, they don't seem groundbreaking when, at when all. When people are, when somebody invents the wheel, and then you've been riding on a much better wheel, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to go back and look at the old wheel. <laughs> yeah, but he, he still finds Seinfeld okay. completely different than anything else. If, if you still come away that really positively, uh, I don't know if how much of it you've personally watched, but uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, no, we're into great. that. Okay. We're like... Season three of that okay. so far. Because that that one's new to me, so I've been going. Oh really? That no, I, I watched like, that when it aired, and I knew he'd like it because of the Seinfeld stuff. It made me realize how much Larry David did not like Seinfeld's like actual stand-up comedy. <laughs> Besides no. watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now we're working. Yeah, we're in the season where the, he's doing the um, Broadway show. Yeah. The uh, producers. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so now I gotta show him the movie, The Producers, so he'll get the joke at the end. Will Ferrell's great in that. Everybody's great in it. Everybody, Everybody in the entire in series is great in it. Have you ever seen that, The Producers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. No, I want to show him the original, the Mel Brooks oh. original with Zero Mistel and okay. Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah. I forgot Gene Wilder's. Yeah, with this freaks out over the blue blanket. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a good one. Um, I have a friend that wants to. Um, Act that out in theater. The producers—that's his dream. The Doug. musical? That'd no, be awesome. Wants to, no, he always wants to do it as a. Comedy. He wants to do the I'm, movie, the original movie, as a play. Mm-hmm. I'd Doug. be into that. Molotov does. Boy, that's that'd be tough to pull off. There is—is is there a play version available? Great. I don't know. I, I wonder if I like I wonder if like it. I feel like the script for a lot of movies just end up on websites at this point. So I wonder if like no, it's you just could get the somewhere. script easily, but, but could like you transfer it to would, the stage? I mean, essentially, it it's work. just the apartment where they're talking about stuff, the apartment where they're trying to find the guy who wrote it, and then, like, and the, then the stage where they put it on, and in the end, in the prison, where they're putting on uh, prisoners of love. And you could just make, like, some, paint some fencing, like, gray yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess there's four sets. Listen, that's what he said. There's not a lot of sets to it. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. That's his I didn't think about that. Uh, and as far as mine, uh, Atlanta is back on FX. That's a good show. I love that show a lot. I'm too, I just saw the second episode yesterday, and it did not disappoint. I'm sad there are only seven more, because I know they yeah, confirmed it's, it's like nine episodes show, for this one. I like that, though, because they can just make them really good. Yeah, and it's just half-hour little episodes, and the, my favorite thing about that show is I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen from one minute to another. Yeah, I understand this season's really taken on the music industry in general. Yes, and uh, they said... Uh, during a lot of the promotion that it was inspired by the uh, the Looney Tunes uh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah, well, uh, uh, Tiny Tunes. The Tiny Tunes movie. Oh, Tiny Tunes? Yeah, specifically. Yeah, Donald Glover's a really talented guy. Donald Glover's a... He might be a genius. And I he don't... might be, yeah. I do We've been working through Community Donald as well because he's uh, a big Dan Harmon fan because so of Rick Morty. Community's uh, really good. I like his childish Gambino career. Child- was... Yeah, and the, yeah, that was one of the things that I was trying to show him is Childish Gambino. Because I remember that first album I listened to over and over. Really is that appropriate for a 14-year-old? Everything's appropriate to a 14-year-old. I mean, I don't... 
I, I can't really think of anything that is so it, like more inappropriate than anything else necessarily. Have you ever for... seen him in Mystery Team? That's the first time I saw That's him. That's a great <laughs> so I have not seen that one in a long oh, time. God, that's so funny. Wow. <laughs> not to like be a downer dog though, but you have like 30 Yeah, I was going to say oh, I'm, okay. I'm running low on time here so so quick plugs here. Uh, if you have any questions or you're mildly interested in speaking to us or anything floating up questions at gmail.com hey brandon what's that what's that email address floating up questions at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> wait a second that's floating up questions at wait gmail.com a, let me write this down now floating up questions at what is it again gmail.com gmail.com okay. gmail.com if you send it elsewhere <laughs> we won't get it I better write that down again just to be sure. <laughs> Floating up questions. That's all like one yeah, that's, word. That's all one word. There's no hyphens or nothing. Got it. it. At gmail.com. <laughs> we were going to use at Yahoo, but you know. Also, we have a Patreon. If you find us interesting or want to give us money. Have you gotten any Patreon? He starts whining when he says not, that. Not just yet. We're, uh, we're currently because... working on some premium content. We're gonna, we noticed that the entirety of the Oscars are on Hulu, so we're going to take another pass at actually oh, really? riffing through the Oscar show. So. Okay. I didn't notice that. Yeah. If you thought our content was worth more than free. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you ever listen to the, uh, no, Cause you gotta pay, guess. help us pay for this, raggedy uh, ass. <laughs> the prices they want for their premium content. If you want a DVD or a, like a, a DVD ROM of yeah. all of their, uh, promotional stuff or the, what is it? They call it their, uh, the stuff they put in to raise money, six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars, or like the I forget what the subscription for podcast. Joe Rogan's show is. It's a is. fantastic oh. podcast. It is, but Jesus though, six hundred bucks. It's a little rich. For I my just blood. wonder if has anybody given them six hundred dollars for this? I mean, I guess if they get like three, they haven't lowered their price. So if, if they get like three or four, I guess it justifies its own price. I can't imagine. I would love to, but. But you know what's you know what's less money? One dollar at patreon.com slash floating upstream. See that sounds like a bargain to me. Word. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody.
Hey there, do you enjoy the content that we produce? How about you head on down to patreon.com slash cofnetwork, a Patreon page specifically for helping out our podcast, Floating Upstream, along with our sister podcast, Alternative Input, where we discuss video games and other such video game related news. If you enjoy what we produce and you want to be able to support, any support would be greatly appreciated because it'll help us get better equipment and put out more episodes more often. And I haven't even mentioned the best part, considering when you subscribe to the Patreon, you actually receive episodes ad-free and earlier than the free feeds. You also receive exclusive content, such as future episodes of our Alternative Input podcast, where we actually discuss video games in a more in-depth way one-on-one such as this four-and-a-half-hour podcast where my brother and I discuss everything involving the Metal Gear Solid series. So again, head on down to patreon.com slash cofnetwork.